0: If you have food available, then that uh, uh, you can save time for the employer instead of having to, uh, for the employee, instead of having to go out and uh, queue for, for buying food, um, you then save a lot of time by, by having it conveniently available in the office. In particular, of course, if you have it available in the fridge, we can e- directly pick it up.
1: Marie-Louise. James. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you very much. Thanks to you for the invite.
1: Yeah, of course. Because, you know, I came across your company here. We're both uh, located in the kind of like same office. And I think it's a super interesting concept. Thank you. And, you know, it's sort of on the periphery of like stuff that I talk about as well with technology in the workplace. Exactly. So, yeah, I think it's um really, really interesting conversation we can have today. So, Likewise, I think, I yeah. Think so. so, first of all, maybe just... Do you want to give us a little overview of uh, lunch.co?
0: Absolutely. So lunch.co is a marketplace platform where colleagues can buy and sell home-cooked food amongst each other in the workplace. So this allows for a new way for colleagues to get to know each other. It's smart and fun, and it's an easy and convenient way to actually have a lunch option in the workplace.
1: Right, and I've used it a couple of times. So here have got the fridge, and then I guess they come in in the morning. and Exactly. So
0: people that then enjoy cooking, they uh, cook some extra. They package it in nicely. They post it on the app. So there's mm-hmm. an app for lunch.co that you can mm-hmm. find on the App Store or Play Store. And then uh, since you're anyhow going to work, you then bring the food with you, and you put it in the fridge when you're in the office. And then if uh, one of your colleagues is hungry, they open up the app, they check what's available, and they then can easily buy through the app and pick it up when it suits them.
1: Hmm. Which is what I did. Exactly. And it was very tasty so cool. yeah I think it's a it's a great option especially you know you've got it right here in the office if you're you know for whatever reason perhaps busy you don't have time to go into town or you don't want to you wanted to try something else out some kind of actually because what I thought what I thought was really nice was this kind of like you know more wholesome home-cooked food as well which um, isn't always to find easy to find actually when you know you're looking for a lunch option let's say in town or something
0: Yes, so and that's what we're looking for as well. Mm. And home-cooked food is uh, healthier. You avoid all of the additives that you have otherwise if you go outside for buying food. And home-cooked food uh, is often well-made. Mm. And everyone has their own signature dish. You're good at cooking something in particular. Mm. And uh, what we've seen, for instance, here at WeWork, where we are sitting, mm-hmm. is that there's a lot of international people. Mm. And uh, people then from other countries than Sweden enjoy to share their culture with their colleagues. So this is one way that you can then get to know your colleagues and uh, they also really enjoy the appreciation that they have seen from then other people that they haven't known before who have purchased their food so that they really enjoyed it and then also been able to share that uh, on the platform. Because every time that you, whenever you buy something, you can leave a review for the chef mm-hmm. and tell him or her how uh, tasty it was or if you have any specific comments or if it was too salty or so.
1: so how does it work from the beginning? Like, is it, um, is it something that em- employees then ask their employer to put in to you know to, to um, initiate or is it or do you actually actively go to employers and say, "Look this is something you should be giving your, your staff
0: So it works in both ways, both that the, employee, the, the the employer themselves can see that this is a great uh, option that we want to have in the office and then kick it off for the entire workplace. Then we also see that, uh, uh, so in Sweden, every other person brings food on a regular basis to the office. And uh, themselves the employers themselves can then say that, well, I want to start with this with my team mm-hmm. so that we can set our, up our own group. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, we also see that there are, well, there are different groups that can be made in the office. Maybe some people that, you know, they want to do it among the team themselves or that uh, if they have a preference for... Uh, Italian food, or if there are some people that uh, have gluten intolerance or so, that they can start up, uh, start their own groups.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because it could just be like a little team bonding thing, right? Like create a little bit of community culture. Exactly. Right. So, you know, even if you just had three or five, six people, you could, you can, uh, you can use the app to kind of like facilitate that. Like maybe one person cooks lunch every, every, uh, every day for a week or something.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And it's a fun way to get to know each other. Mm. Usually you talk about uh, work topics uh, at work. And in this case, you can then also get to know each other through, through food. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: and food is something that, uh, that everyone has close to heart. So mm-hmm. they always have a lot of memories from it.
1: What, the way that I thought of it, or the, what struck me as being interesting, it was like we talk um, and in my work a lot about technology and its impact on um, the workplace like how we're trying to use technology to not just improve the you know experience for um, employees, but also you know to try and actually ultimately make them more productive um, for the company. And I actually think food is something that often gets overlooked, right? You know, people are, are sort of often focus on the the more sort of technical, uh, high tech stuff, right? And actually, food is something which is can have a real impact on people. I mean, have you, have you looked at that and have you, have you guys done research or looked at research around like what the impact of, of good nutrition is on, on employees?
0: Yes, so uh, um, food affects your cognitive performance um, and the key value to an employer is that if you have food in the workplace, it can increase productivity up to 46%. Uh, and this is a combination of different factors. But uh, if you then, if you have food available, then that uh, uh, you can save time for the employer instead of having to, uh, for the employee, instead of having to go out and uh, queue for, for buying food, um, you then save a lot of time by, by having it conveniently available in the office. In particular, of course, if you have it available in the fridge, we can e- directly pick it up. Um, It also, by then having food in the office, that also uh, improves the employee morale. So they feel appreciated by the employee, uh, by the employer, uh, if if they allow to have food in the office. And this also makes them happier. Uh, And they then want to stay in the physical office location to eat lunch. And -hmm. then you have the part of uh, that food connects people. And so, by having food in the office, uh, the colleagues can then get to know each other better and in an in an easier way.
1: Yeah, and you you kind of mentioned that before, and I think that's probably something that's kind of overlooked, right, in that whole conversation. Um, exactly, the more like the community element of it.
0: Yeah, so there's been some research done on that as well, um, where. Uh, where employees were then asked, uh, "The uh, how does food then impact the uh, ability to connect with uh, with their employees?" Uh, and ninety percent, ninety percent of them said then that uh, it helped them to uh, to get contact and network with uh, their colleagues. Mm-hmm. And if we look at well, Google as an example, uh, and I was working there before, so mm-hmm. I know a lot about uh, how they work with food, and they are a very good example of it. But they set up the food program that they have. Uh, for that reason, to connect colleagues, also because all of their products are built amongst colleagues. So uh, if they have uh, the ability to to get to know each other better and talk uh, in a well simple way, then that can also allow them to to improve their both the uh, the environment in the office, but also to build better products. Mm. So it boosts uh, uh, yeah, productivity. Something else to
1: bond over, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. But at the moment, I mean, I guess a part of that, you know, as you said, their food program, right? Some of that's going to be about meals, but also about snacks. Is that something that you guys are looking at as well? Like how snacking?
0: So our focus, uh, well, is on lunch, because mm. that's the uh, the main meal that you have outside of your, of your home. And also
1: the name. of Exactly. Lunch.co.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great name, isn't it? So well, lunch, lunch is the main meal and the most important ones uh, outside of your home if you go to work. Uh-huh. Um, but then, of course, so, uh, so food uh, affects your, your cognitive performance. And anything that you eat uh, is transformed to glucose, which is then the energy that your brain needs to be able to work efficiently and to stay alert. And if you then don't get energy for a certain period of time, you will still get a bit drowsy and... Uh, uh, well, if you're trying to work on an empty stomach, for instance, you're not going to be able to make decisions very effectively. Mm. So lunch is, of course, very important uh, to make sure that you eat healthy food and that that can keep you then uh, with full energy for the rest of the day. But the snacks are uh, equally important to make mm. sure that uh, uh, that you have a good balance uh, and level of glucose then uh, throughout uh, the entire day. So fruit, for instance, you see that there's a lot of fruit baskets in many offices. And these ones are uh, is a great way to just enjoy a simple snack uh, and also nuts, for instance. And water is something that uh, that we don't think about too much, but that is something that uh, that is very important to make sure that uh, everyone is hydrated properly, uh, and uh, that that allows them as well to stay alert.
1: Mm. Yeah, because a lot of time people talk about this like dip after lunch, don't they? So you know, you go out and then, like, I don't know if it's sort of you're digesting the meal, then like it makes you quite drowsy and then. Like, exactly. But you go through this period in the afternoon where it's not so, uh, you're not so productive. But is that to do with just like your glucose level? Like it's spiking too much or what's the...
0: Yeah, so it depends on the food that you eat. Mm. Uh, so um, if you eat, uh, for instance, pasta or bread, that gives you uh, a peak straight afterwards because it has a quite high sugar level uh, and then that drops. So you get a, a, high, a high energy directly afterwards, but then it doesn't last for very long. If you compare it to, for instance, going out for a burger, then that's quite heavy to digest. So then you can get a bit drowsy directly afterwards because it's it's quite heavy to digest for the body. But it will keep you lasting longer. So you want something in between this that (laughs) isn't too difficult to digest, but that also then uh, keeps you healthy and alert for the rest of the day. Mm. And then you should then have a snack uh, before lunchtime and also a snack in the afternoon.
1: Right, to try and maintain, like, yeah. Your your glucose level, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: So usually, uh, you go to well, you go to the kitchen where there's the coffee machine, and you get your coffee because when you start getting drowsy, you think that well, the coffee will wakes you up. But uh, it's better to then actually try and maintain a better level of glucose in the body to keep your energy at a good level. Mm. And then also in terms of snacks, um, a lot of people then want to have some, uh, let's say, some chocolate or something that. Uh, that will make them happy in another way. Uh, that is, of course, not very healthy in the long run. So uh, you still want to have the, the variety for uh, for the employees to be able to choose whatever they want. Mm. But you also want to nudge them into making the right decisions for what is healthy for you in the long term as well. And that is also important for the, the employer because uh, otherwise, uh, if they need to pay health insurance, uh, that is then... They, that will cost them more if they if the employees start not being very healthy. Mm.
1: And does your your app kind of help nudge behavior in that direction?
0: We're not doing that yet, but it's something that we're looking into.
1: Yeah,
0: I think the the nudging part is important for educational reasons as well. Because mm. uh, um, in particular, if we if we have a low energy, uh, our focus is mainly to get whatever food in us just to make sure that we are not we don't get hangry or so. Mm. Um, instead of thinking of what food would actually be good and healthy for me. So, um, well, what we want to do from an educational perspective, you also want to actually say what is the impact on on the environment, uh, on eating different types of food. Uh, we shouldn't eat too much red meat, for instance. That is something that is not very healthy for ourselves and neither for the environment, because mm. it has a high uh, uh, carbon footprint. Mm. Um, so... We don't uh, we don't mention this in the app yet, but uh, we will add those uh, educational pieces together um, so that you can more easily understand both what you want to eat, and of course, you should be able to eat whatever. Uh, our f- our platform is food agnostic. We mm-hmm. want everyone to be able to cook whatever and add that to the platform, mm-hmm. but it's still important from an educational perspective that everyone is aware of uh, what is the impact on on themselves on a yeah. the health perspective as well as on the environment. Mm.
1: Yeah, know. fantastic, Good, great point. What one of the things we kind of, um, well, it made me, made me think of it when you, you said something earlier, you know, that obviously we're going through this, you know, weird period, especially in offices, right? Because of the pandemic, um, office kind of utilisation's at a really low point. I mean, how has, that, how has that affected your business at the moment? I mean, have you, how are you planning around that? Are you seeing and what trends are you seeing?
0: So, um It has definitely affected our business. Uh, We currently have our app that is then targeting uh, workplaces. Mm. And uh, during this pandemic, uh, workplaces have been uh, mainly closed. So, uh, of course, we haven't seen the volumes that we were estimating. But um, we have seen uh, benefits from it in the way that people have been at home and uh, uh, people have been cooking more. So that has become a habit. And also, um, people have been having worse economies and need new ways to actually improve their economies when they get back to the office. Hopefully they have even, you know, that they've kept their job uh, or that they need new ways to, uh, to actually improve their economies. So our solution both then um, allows people to bring the food to the office, which is something that we see that people will do more and it will become more normal to actually buy food from, from your colleagues. And then from an economic perspective, It can then help to uh, save time and also money because it costs less to buy than from the app than to buy uh, some food if you go outside of the office. Um, And the one then who has cooked food actually gains some on it Mm -hmm. uh, and earns money. So Mm -hmm. you can, uh, in that sense, balance your cost for the food expenses that you have and from an employer perspective uh this solution is also something that is much more flexible to both to volatility in uh, of people in the office uh and to any costs cuz usually food solutions are very expensive.
1: Mm. Yeah I, and again like the cost issue I, I I totally see where you're coming from there cuz you know it can be going out and getting lunch every day can can be expensive and I think um I was I was you know pleasantly surprised actually. It was, it was kind of like a good price for, for lunch I think, what you, what, mm-hmm. what you people were charging in the app. so Exactly, yeah, and then the
0: whoever cooks uh, they set the price themselves. So, uh, and then the price depends on what is available in the area. Mm. Okay. So mm. that is something that attracts everyone. And you can cook anything. It doesn't have to be lunch. It can be fika or uh, mm. a smoothie or uh, whatever if you made some cinnamon buns or so
1: mm yeah okay, so there is the option for for snacks and stuff as
0: well absolutely mm.
1: and how do you deal with the whole packaging issue
0: so um uh we've been testing different types of packaging and we see that the packaging is an important part of of the solution so for people to want to cook um they shouldn't be placing it in their own Tupperware boxes or so because then uh um uh, if some if they're colleague then uh, buys one of the boxes, they would need to clean it and bring it home back with them and it's difficult to track them. Mm. So what we do is that we provide um, disposable boxes uh, that are also uh, environmental friendly that uh, anyone who enjoys cooking can then pick up in the office. So they're available by the kitchen and you can find them through the app. Um, So you just pick up some uh, and also some labels that you then put on the box and you write Mm. what you cooked
1: and then you place it in there. So let's say I was going to cook something uh, that night like I could take some boxes take them home cook and then package them bring them in the next day exactly mm, okay yeah
0: and these boxes are also uh, um, so it, it, it's a box and a lid uh, the uh, the box is made of bagast which is then fully recyclable uh, and uh, the lid is uh, 50% recyclable plastic and we're looking to improve that as well. But this also has a much uh, lower um, impact on the environment as if you compare it to going out because usually if you go out you also get a, a paper bag and uh, you get a, some uh, uh, cutlery and, and so on. Mm. Um, and usually all of those things are already available in the office uh, and those also have a high footprint on uh, carbon footprint on, on the environment. So we want to reduce all of that.
1: So if you were giving some advice to, you know, like an office manager, someone who runs an office or even, you know, an employer who wants to provide a better experience, obviously beyond like download using lunch.co, is there other advice you would give to them um, around food, the delivery of food, uh, you know, how they present it, what they what they deliver around the, in the office and even just sort of like from a cost perspective as well. What, how can they get the, the most bang for their buck?
0: Um, so I think it's it's important to uh, know your employees and know what they need, uh, any preferences and uh, diets and uh, allergens and so. So I would well ask your your employees uh, what they need to make sure that, that you can uh, uh, support them as much as possible. I mean, without setting too high expectations, but I mean just being aware and also try and actually see what is the impact on food in your office. Mm. And then to have, uh, you should have some snacks available because that will uh, both then improve their productivity and their happiness and uh, to make sure that they have a, a good level of energy throughout the day. Um, water is very important as well. And to make sure that that is uh, conveniently and easily available. And then if you have any you know, unhealthy snacks, of course, like you should be able to have anything, but try and have the healthier one more easily accessible. Mm. That was another th- test that, that Google has been doing. So if you go to the uh, to the coffee machine, before they had the, the chocolate bars and the chips uh, bags two meters away from the coffee machine, then they moved it five meters away. <laughs> and then you saw the drop with about oh, really? 20% oh, wow, of okay. people eating that. I
1: guess when it's not in their eye line, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah.
0: So you basically want to have the healthy options more visibly available and conveniently available that, that those are the ones that you grab when you're by the coffee machine or when you're by the the water location or so and then other options of course they should be available uh we shouldn't you know ban them but no, the, they course. shouldn't be as visible you can put them like in the lower part of the fridge for instance so that that's not the first thing that you see
1: ah, it's fascinating is it's a good example of nudging behavior there isn't it yeah like trying to encourage a few more healthy uh, healthy options mm. yeah yeah it's fantastic um, I think I was going to just also ask then like about your plans as a company. Like, um, what do, what is your goal for this year? Like, how do you see things uh, progressing?
0: So we look forward to more workplaces opening up, uh, and that more people are uh, aware of our solution mm. and that they can get started themselves uh, in their office. So our plan is to grow as much as possible this year and make sure that it works well, and also then to add new features and. Uh, inspire users to be able to cook better uh, at home and to see how this also properly impacts the uh, the workplaces by having employees then engaging uh, more together and getting to know each other mm. so that we can properly prove the actual impact of it.
1: Yeah, I, you know, again, we'll come back to... You mentioned the, the, you know, accessibility to water, right? You know, often in an office they talk about that, like water cooler moment of serendipity right where you just bump into another colleague have a chat which leads to something or some some new project perhaps but again like i think that's another opportunity isn't it like with sharing food um to create that that culture of uh not just sharing but like just talking and um yeah sharing ideas over a meal Exactly, I mean, that's something that's yeah. like innate in our behavior, almost really, isn't it? We've been doing it for millennia.
0: Yeah, and you want a, an easy way that, that that connects the people. So we have, for instance, as well through the app that you can meet with the chef, uh, and in that way to basically to facilitate the meeting opportunity amongst colleagues, both then through food and then you can add conversation cards and anything that then just starts the conversation.
1: Mm. And like in terms of onboarding, like how. Can you talk about the process? Like, let's say someone's listening to this, they're interested in, in taking it on. Um, if they're an employee or an employer, what is? It, how, what do they do?
0: So um, um, they can always get in touch, of course. Uh, you can email hello at lunch.co or Louise at lunch.co, which is my email address. Uh, otherwise, they can also download the app and there they can uh, directly set up their own group. Uh, and then uh, uh, in the group, they can then... Uh, you get an, an access code, which then uh, allows you to invite uh, other people to your own group, mm-hmm. so that you can become more. And then we can we then facilitate as well with providing
1: boxes. Mm, okay, and uh, like in your your business model, how how do you guys uh, make money?
0: So uh, the the app is for free, and then uh, um, we take a transaction fee of ten percent. Okay. Um so the the price that uh, that the employees then see in in the app is the price that they pay and we then take a, a 10% okay. cut and then plus some VAT so 12.5% is okay. what uh, what's missing <laughs> from the chef cooking.
1: <laughs> well that's pretty good isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um yeah, no. Um it And yeah, and then
0: well once you start seeing larger volumes we would then take a a fee towards the employer. Mm-hmm. But that's something once we can then prove the actual uh, value to to the employees.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I, as I said before, I think it's uh, it's a great concept, and um, yeah, like the times I've used it, um, I found the app like, simple to use and like easy, and the food was was excellent. So yeah, great to hear. Yeah, did you tell the chef? I know I didn't. I should have, shouldn't I? <laughs> yes, I missed that, on that. You can do it later. Too. Yeah. Um, the other thing, no, just as in sort of like with you as a company as well. I mean, you you you. It's in startup, right? You're, you're, you're new. What are your plans around like growth? Um, what, also, like what countries are you in? And
0: so we are currently available in Sweden and recently also in, in Norway. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we will uh, launch uh, within shortly as well in the UK. And then our, our app, is uh, it, it's user-generated content. So because anyone can then set up their own group, uh, it allows for it to be then easily adapted to... Uh, any type of location what we then do as a company is to make sure that uh, we have the local aspects uh, in place that we um, check with any legal uh, aspects and that we have the right uh, currency and so on but otherwise uh, we look forward to then growing it to a lot of other countries because mm-hmm. we see that uh, Sweden is a great market to start this off because Sweden has a good uh, level of innovation and also in food tech specifically mm. um, but uh, other markets will will have a lot of other benefits because the, they are more adapted to being able to try new solutions as well.
1: Mm. And, are you, um, and in terms of growth, like are you guys looking for, are you going through like funding process? Are you, are you looking for funding? What's the situation there?
0: So we're currently just closing a smaller investment round and we'll then, we'll then have a new one in a year's time. Mm.
1: Okay. Look, I think it's really exciting and um i'm looking forward to seeing the company grow and i think i'll be definitely using the the app a bit more great um, obviously i look forward they, to having you cook yeah, james yeah yeah i should do that <laughs> shouldn't i although i don't know if you want to taste my food but you, I, you I can i definitely would okay good um, yeah so lunch.co they can go there if they're looking for the app but um, and we'll put your uh, we'll put your email address in the in the video description as well perfect Right. Look, thanks for your time today. Really interesting talk, and I think like if there's any kind of takeaway right from people who might be listening to this, who are you know maybe office owners or landlords or anything like that, like is there any final advice for them?
0: Um, well, listen to their employees and uh, try out to add some food to the office and see the actual impact on productivity yeah, and exactly. employees' happiness. I and mean, this
1: is an easy thing, isn't it? Like, yes. try it, see if it works.
0: And food connects people.
1: Yeah, exactly. Great. Thanks very much for your time. Thanks, James. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.